Implementing data-driven metrics to track, measure, and monitor performance of your business is no longer an option. It's important that every leader at every level take the time to help their team use data to make effective decisions about the business. If you or someone on your team is struggling to embrace data and KPIs, don't worry. In this episode, I'm going to simplify that for you. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Business leaders everywhere are embracing data-driven metrics to make key decisions. Senior leaders are asking their team to define key performance indicators, or KPIs, and they're using a host of different types of dashboards to track, measure, and monitor to help other business. For some leaders, you know what, this makes a lot of sense. For others, it sounds like you're speaking a foreign language. Implementing data-driven metrics is no longer an option. This is the new normal. Everyone wants to talk about the new normal, guess what? No leader is gonna survive without data-driven metrics. If you or someone on your team is struggling to embrace data, maybe they're struggling to get their head around KPIs, don't worry, I'm gonna simplify this for you today. Today, I wanna help you or maybe somebody in your team to become more data-driven and understand what that, why it's even important. I also want to share with you two ways to look at data to drive the performance of your business. Before I do that, I want to invite you or maybe somebody on your team to join my next Move the Needle Challenge, where I'm going to help you or maybe someone on your team unlock the logjam that typically stands in the way of making progress. Why? So you can move the needle forward on something important. If interested, follow the link in the description. Okay, let's talk about getting your team to use data to make decisions about your business. As with any cultural transformation, frontline leaders are the critical agents of change. When the topic comes up of uh, being data-driven, right, and implementing data-driven metrics, the most conversations quickly focus on the technology side of things. I gotta tell you, the successful companies I'm I'm working with, they already have the technology aspect of data-driven metrics already in motion. The, ta- the challenge that I witness is that many leaders at all levels in an organization are really struggling to embrace data-driven metrics. See, this is one of those topics that people intellectually get. I mean, the idea of using data to drive decisions makes a ton of sense, right? The specific challenge, though, is not the idea of data-driven metrics. It's instead the implementation of that idea in such a way that it's embedded in the culture of your organization. Let me give you an example. Before covid Many leaders would request additional resources based upon their team's workload, right? When one of the, one, one of the teammates you know, complains about not having enough resources, leaders would make a case as to why they need additional headcount. Today, the days of lobbying for resources are over. Let's, let's really be clear about that, right? Leaders are being asked to justify their decisions about resources based upon data-driven metrics. If you, as a leader, want more resources, right? You had to present a business case that's based upon data that clearly uh, identifies the ROI of adding additional headcount. And specifically, 
where that headcount will be used and how that additional headcount is going to increase your team's performance. This is just one of many examples. See, data-driven metrics are not only being used to track, measure, and monitor the performance of the business, they're also being used to take the emotion out of making decisions. See, again, once again, intellectually we get this, right? We understand this, right? The challenge, though, is embedding this in the culture of every leader at every level. Let me continue to unpack this a little bit further. The most seasoned leaders out there not only use data to measure performance, but they also understand how to interpret that data. They understand what that data is telling them, and they can draw concrete conclusions from the data. They consistently use data to make adjustments that, that will fine-tune their business and fuel growth. Conversely, there are a lot of mid-level managers who may have data-driven metrics in place, but they have no clue as how to interpret the data to make decisions that are going to impact the success of their team before it's too late. And lastly, there are many frontline leaders, right, who just don't fully understand what data they should be measuring in the first place. Let me offer you some advice. There are two sides of this discussion that are equally important. First is the data itself. See, every leader at every level needs to have KPIs in place, right? They need to have KPIs in place to measure the performance of their team. Most businesses, it's been my experience, they have KPIs at the corporate level. And then what they do is they roll them down to their team. The challenge is KPIs at the company level rarely have any meaning to someone two or three levels down. Just pushing those KPIs downward is not a formula for success. Instead, leaders need to take the KPIs given to them and then break them down further. Like, what does your team do to contribute to the KPIs of the company? How do you determine if your team is performing well or not? Can you, how are you gonna measure their performance? How are you gonna measure their productivity? How are you gonna measure their results? That's the data you need to get your arms around to measure. See, data itself is just half the equation. Don't fall into the trap of just reporting numbers. Let me tell you something. No one cares about the numbers, <laughs> right? I mean, yes, data is important, but the value is not in the data. The value is in your interpretation of the data. <laughs> See, as a leader, you must take the time to understand what the data is telling you. Does the data illustrate that you're trending in the right direction for achieving whatever objectives you have set? If not, what can you do to course correct before it's too late? What would you do differently? What would you start doing? What would you stop doing? What else could you experiment with, right? What else could you measure that could be a leading indicator of anticipated success or a leading indicator to anticipate a problem faster. Let me give you a couple examples. I think sometimes when we hear a couple examples, it kind of illuminates a little bit better. As a sales leader, right? I've been in sales my entire career, right? Revenue was an important data metric. Makes sense, right? right? When I was in corporate America, I got measured on revenue. I got paid on revenue contribution. It was the KPI my boss used to track my uh, team's performance. If you ask anyone who ever worked for me, I didn't give a shit about revenue. I cared about bookings. See, bookings were my sleep at night pill. Bookings were my leading indicator of revenue. If my team's bookings were down, I knew that in about three months, my revenue would also be down. See, too many sales leaders fall into the false sense of security when they look at the numbers and they say, oh, we had a great month, right? Then they wake up one day and they realize they have problems. 
While the KPI that was handed to me was revenue, the KPI that I tracked for my team was bookings. I would also look at year-over-year bookings to spot trends. I would also look at product mix. Uh, I, would, I would also evaluate average sale, uh, install-based growth, net new clients. The list of data-driven metrics is endless. Let me give you another example. In services, you might want to measure backlog. But the, the key question is, better question is whether that backlog is scheduled or not. You might also want to measure utilization, uh, billable hours, gross profit. These are just a couple data points. I've seen a lot of service leaders brag that their utilization numbers are up. Great news, team is 90% utilized. But then you look over here at the gross profit number, it's only 2%. What does that mean? It means that services is running over budget, which begs the question, why? Is the team taking too long to implement? Was the project even scoped right in the first place? See, it's the color commentary of the leader that is the most valuable piece. Data is important, but the value is not in the data. The value is over here in your interpretation of the data. Those that have worked with my team know that we focus on our tagline is developing leaders who develop leadership. What I'm talking about here is the essence of what we mean by that. See, leaders not only use data to measure their business, but they know how to interpret the data, and, and, and that's where the real leadership comes from. It's important that every leader at every level take the time to help their team use data to make decisions and understand the areas of their business that they could tweak to increase performance, productivity, efficiency, etc. If you want to learn more about increasing performance and productivity of your team, like the things I, I shared about here today, I invite you or anyone on your team to register for my next Move the Needle Challenge, and I'll help you unlock the logjam on other challenges that you or your team may be facing so you can, in fact, move the needle forward. The link's in the description if you're interested. If you want to make meaningful progress on something important, I invite you to join the Move the Needle Challenge. To learn more, follow the link in the description or visit movetheneedlechallenge.com. Again, movetheneedlechallenge.com. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.